the Oklahoma City Thunder finish their third summer league game, but it is not without, of course, a ton to talk about. Also, Kawhi Leonard returns to the LA Clippers on a massive extension. What does that mean for the Oklahoma City Thunder and the NBA as a whole? All of that and more, including a preview of tomorrow's game against the Pacers coming up on the Locked On Thunder Podcast and the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-A-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at L-O-Thunderpod. Email the show, L-O-Thunderpod at gmail.com. And you can even call into the show, 405-362-7128. On today's show, we're going to dive into the third summer league game of the summer season for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Also talk about the summer league as a whole and talk about the Kawhi Leonard news, which broke yesterday. He's returning to the Clippers. We all knew that he would be returning to the Clippers. However, what we didn't know was the length. And so there was a a question of, will he sign a one plus one, making him a free agent next year as well? and allowing him either next year to go sign for a new team or to just sign a five-year Supermax extension with the LA Clippers. And instead, Kawhi goes with the four-year extension this year as he's entering a season in which he'll be injured and likely will not play this year with the Clippers. Now that the Clippers have him you know, under lock and key for the foreseeable future here, and knowing the, the history with Kawhi's injuries and, and how he recovers from them and the fact of him taking load management and more time off than most players do, I think that all this sets up for this being a year where Kawhi does not step on the floor. I think that it it helps everybody for that to happen, being that Kawhi feels more comfortable and that he's kind of able to progress and not rush his progress. And for the Clippers, they can take a sigh of relief and know, okay, this is not a make-or-break season. We'll have this duel again next year and the year after that and the year after that. Let's just take a step back to take a step forward and not rush Kawhi and maybe get him hurt again. And so when you look at this, it can seem like the Thunder have kind of lost something here or or have kind of missed out on something. Look, Kawhi wants to be in L.A. Paul George wants to be in L.A. Paul George re-signed before the season. Kawhi waited until right now. It was always a possibility, but a possibility in the sense of, yeah, that could happen, but the most likely scenario was always going to be that these two guys re-sign and stay put for probably the rest of their career with LA. Of course, things happen and players move at the last second late in their life, in the life of the NBA cycle, trying to cling on to their playing career. But for their prime, it's a, it's safe to assume that it'll be in LA for each party. That was always the most expected and most likely outcome. Now, what does it mean for the Thunder and their picks? Should you be hitting the panic button? Should you be freaking out? It doesn't mean that much 
you know, not much has changed from yesterday to today, even with this quiet news, because the cold, hard truth is, and while nobody's rooting for this to happen, not as Thunder fans or NBA fans, the cold, hard truth is those picks value will depend entirely on health of two guys who have shaky history with injuries. So the most likely outcome for those picks becoming valuable was always going to be that those two guys or one of those two guys gets hurt and, and they, ex, you know, kind of the pick climbs up the board that way and not by them losing Kawhi and Paul George. Now, look, Kawhi is a wild card. Nobody can predict what he's going to do, but everyone felt pretty confident he'd resign in L.A. So, again, it just goes back to the value of these picks is going to be dependent totally on the health of Kawhi and Paul George. And if you just look at this logically, I'm not sure that I'd bank on a healthy four-year run for both Kawhi and Paul George at the same time. We'll see what it looks like this year without Kawhi. Uh, you know, even if he comes back this year, it will not be in the regular season. I mean, it'd be in like the play-in or the playoffs. We'll see how they can do in a competitive Western Conference this year. But it doesn't really change much for the picks. Of course, those picks would have more value if Kawhi left. But that was not a realistic option, really. But it was that pie in the sky, okay, what if that happened? And then he leaves and yada, yada, yada. But this is the most likely outcome. It came true. And now we'll see if they can stay healthy and keep their pick high enough to where they're not feeling the loss of their pick. Of course, these picks are unprotected. The Thunder will get them. It's just a matter of where they get them. Now, I would not expect this year's pick, even without Kawhi there, to be like top five or top ten. Uh, but back into the lottery, maybe, with how tough the Western Conference is. I mean, if you lose the play-in, you're at like 14 in the lottery. I mean, maybe. Uh, but I would expect it to be somewhere like 12, 14, 15, 16, somewhere in that range, which is still a, a jump from where they were, of course, this past season. The real prize of that kind of trade package has turned out to be Shea. Shea's a max extension player. He is a borderline all-star, budding superstar. If he can continue to progress at the rate that he is, you got that asset from that trade. And whatever these picks turn into will be a cherry on top. Because not often when you trade a guy the caliber of Paul George, do you get back a guy the caliber of SGA. And those picks will still hold value in trades because there's always that what if. What if Kawhi's hurt? What if Paul George is hurt? Well, they're locked in right now. We've seen in recent years, contracts mean nothing in the NBA. Signing somebody to an extension means nothing in the NBA. These guys can demand out the second they sign. So what if they fail again in the playoffs? And what if living in California starts to mean less to Kawhi? Uh, you know what? I can live there for three months out of the year. I'll just live it over there in the offseason, I'll go somewhere where I can win championships. Nothing is determined. Nothing is kind of set in stone. But if this is the case and, and Kawhi's there all four years, which I think is what I would bet on happening, you're just looking at health. You're looking at health of these two players and seeing how it shapes up. We, of course, got more summer league news. Trey Mann has left the team due to personal reasons. I hope all's well with Trey Mann. I don't know what the personal reasons are. They're personal. I hope all's well with him. I hope that everything's going well with him and his family. This will not impact the regular season, you wouldn't imagine. But, of course, he's out for Summer League now. Josh Giddy is listed as day-to-day, but was out today as well against Golden State on Friday. We'll see if he plays on Saturday. I'm not sure why he couldn't play Friday but could play Saturday, but I'm not a doctor and I don't really know sports injuries like that. 
And then they'll have one more game on Monday or Tuesday to wrap up the Vegas Summer League. So without their two uh, first-round draft picks, they took on the Warriors in game number three. And they also had to do so without their head coach, Grant Gibbs. Grant Gibbs was sidelined with the COVID-19 protocols, so it turned into Cam Woods' show. He was the acting head coach, and this is the first time at any level he's been a head coach, handled it very well. But again, it's just summer league. He's a very talented coach, though, Woods is. The Thunder really like him, and he's a really good player developmental coach, so it was nice to see him at least get a shot and kind of be the, the next in line to take over for Grant Gibbs. Hopefully Grant Gibbs is healthy and safe and everything. Trey Mann, of course, is out. Josh Giddy was out. And then Jalen McHugh and Emmett Williams were both DNPs again. The players who did play, though, suffered a loss at the hands of the Golden State Warriors. They go down by 10 points, 94-84. The Warriors, playing Moses Moody and Jonathan Kaminga, were able to pull out this big win. Both Kaminga and Moody played well. But the, the Warriors have a great summer league roster. Like, if you look at this roster, Moses Moody Kaminga, those are the two uh, Star Wars of this draft and, like, the great first-round picks of this draft. But also Gary Payton's the second. Like, he's just a monster. Three steals defensively for him. Kyle Guy's a nice G League quality player, which is what summer league is all about. And so the Thunder lose yet again and yet again. There's not much to take away from a game in which Charlie Brown Jr. and Jalen Hoare and... You know, Oscar De La Silva and Rob Edwards is leading the team in minutes per game. But there is some things to dive into, which we'll get to in just a little bit. But first, I'm going to say right now, my good friends over at Sweatblock. Sweatblock is doctor-created, doctor-recommended. It works seven days per use. Dry shirt guaranteed. If Sweatblock doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. It was featured and tested on the Rachel Ray Show by Firefighters. Bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years. Over 13,000 reviews. Manufactured in the USA. Wear what you want to wear. Your secret to confidence is sweat block. This is a must-have for everyone's toiletry bag, whether you're in a big presentation or going on a hot date or whatever the case is. Everyone can benefit from sweat block. Listen, there are a few things in life that just are not fun to talk about. One of them is when you're excessively sweating. You know, you're sweating through your shirts for no reason. It's embarrassing. You got to figure out a way to kind of slyly wipe that sweat off your brow. You ever do that, right? I'm a sweater. I'm a sweater. I sweat a ton, but sweat block keeps me safe from feeling embarrassed about it because they block the sweat. You always are looking for that way to kind of wipe the sweat without anybody noticing you're wiping the sweat, and then it just gets really awkward and weird. You can stop all of that with sweat block. I use sweat block once or twice a week, and it keeps me dry the entire time. No more pitting out, no more panicking about what shirt I'm wearing, or having to hide sweat, or having to carry around a towel. Sweat block has me covered. If you or someone you love is dealing with this, you have to check out sweat block. Get it today. 20% off at sweatblock.com with our code locked on. Sweatblock is also available on Amazon and CVS. Sweatblock.com, promo code locked on, 20% off. Promo code locked on, sweatblock.com, 20% off. Try this out today. It is a wonderful, wonderful product. Also, go check out betonline.ag. Betonline 
is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your sport action. Baseball's in full swing. You can track that action at betonline.ag. Get the latest news, the odds, the info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and UFC MMA action. You can bet on Summer League. You can even bet on the NFL preseason and over-under win totals and player prop bets. Football's almost back. Do your betting at betonline.ag. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop and device and check out all the action at BetOnline.ag. You can even bet on future awards like Rookie of the Year in the NBA. Josh Giddy has the sixth best odds to win Rookie of the Year. Go bet that at BetOnline.ag. When you do, create your free account and then use our code LOCKEDON. Our code LOCKEDON will get you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. We are back on the Locked On Thunder podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. It's time now to dive into the Thunder Summer League recap. The Golden State Warriors and the Thunder got together and Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody shine. Moses Moody had the dagger. He goes three for six from beyond the arc, shoots 57%. From the floor. Pours in 22 points, gets two steals, one assist, three rebounds. Kaminga posts 18 points, seven rebounds, two assists. Goes one for five from three, but 42% from beyond the arc. Kaminga shows flashes. Still, of course, a very raw player, but you could see the flashes he has to be a very special player. For the Thunder, not much to write home about. Tell Maldon has a big bounce back game. He goes five for eight from beyond the arc. That shot was falling for him all night. 62% shot 50% from the floor. Gets six rebounds and five assists. And then he does have the three turnovers, but he pours in 18 points. Tail looked very good. Again, for him, it's not about kind of development per se. It's more about gaining confidence and kind of getting your swagger on you before the season starts because you should be able to dominate this league if you're Maldon and he did in this game. And then you also had a double-digit score in Jeremiah Robinson Earl, who shoots nine shots, makes four of them. Also has nine rebounds, one assist, one steal, one block. He's a block machine in this summer league. Only two fouls. That's a big deal to me. Jeremiah Robinson Earl has been asked to be a small ball five, and he got only two fouls charged to him. That is very hard to do no matter who you're playing against. At his being undersized on every defensive possession almost, and not fouling. That's something that it took Isaiah Roby a long time, remember, last year. He eventually got to the point where he wasn't fouling as much, but when he was first put in that position to be a small ball defender, he was fouling a ton. So it was good to see JRE take on that role and strive in it. Rob Edwards had the big day, though. Rob Edwards off the bench goes for 27 minutes, knocks down four threes, four for seven, scores 23 points, one assist, four rebounds. A classic summer league game from Rob Edwards, right? Here's a guy who's not going to play in the NBA, who's not going to you know, kind of make a, make a roster, but he can have a game like this because these guys are so very talented. Rob Edwards is going to be a very good player for the Blue if he stays in the G League and stays with the Blue, but he's just not going to make that impact at the NBA level. Oscar De La Silva, 16 minutes. He's everyone's fan favorite right now. Four rebounds, eight points, two fouls, one turnover, Two blocks, one steal. 
I've been impressed with his defense this summer league. I still don't believe that he's going to be anything more, more than like a training camp body, but he is playing well. And for these players, that's all they can do. They can only play well and hope for the best. And so we hope for the best for them as well. Josh Hall plays in 16 minutes in this one, but he only scores six points, goes two for five from the floor, gets two free throws as well, seven rebounds, and I'm just say eight rebounds and one assist, one steal. I want to see more minutes from Josh Hall. And I want to see more production from Josh Hall. He still shows those flashes as, as being a really good driver in this league and a really good finisher. I hope he's on a two-way contract by the end of this summer league run, you know, kind of at the end of, I should say, training camp and preseason as well. Uh, but hopefully they find a spot for him on this roster. Charlie Brown Jr., not the game you want to have if you're Charlie Brown Jr. Here's a guy who's on a non-guaranteed deal, can be waived in a moment's notice. And in the summer league, he goes in there for 22 minutes. He goes two for seven from the floor, 0 for three from beyond the arc, including a bad contested shot that he should not have shot. Four rebounds, one assist, one block, three turnovers, and he also fouls seven times. Four points as well on the offensive end. Again, for somebody who's going to be so easily cut, this is not the kind of showing you want in this kind of prove-it game. Now, we mentioned that Jalen Horde and Josh Hall are kind of in a battle right now in my eyes to see who can get that last two-way spot because the first one went to Aaron Wiggins. And much like Charlie Brown Jr., for a guy fighting for their spot in the NBA and on this roster, Jalen Horde is not having the, the, the summer league that you need to have. 23 minutes, 0 for 6 from the floor, 0 for 2 from beyond the arc, 1 for 2 from the line. Four rebounds, one, one assist, one turnover, one point. Minus 11 for the game. Jalen Horde was just a non-factor and really was a net negative for his play on the field, or play on the court, if you would rather say that. Then you also have Aaron Wiggins, who... Went for almost 30 minutes, goes two for 10 from the floor, one for four beyond the arc, and had kind of a step back game, but still did some other things well. Really rebounded well, five rebounds, three assists, one steal on the defensive end, stayed in front of his man a lot, and put in seven points. This went about expected for a team missing their two first-round picks in Trey Mann and Josh Giddy. A very sleepy game, a game in which... There's not a lot to react to because like, we just kind of know what everyone is at this point. But at one time, the Thunder had a 12-point lead. They, of course, blew that and lost by 10. And, you know, the Thunder shot 39% from the floor. The Warriors shot 43%. The Thunder shot 42% from deep. The Warriors shot 34%. And then, again, the Thunder, there's a fast-break battle. 22 points for Golden State, 15 for the Thunder. Second chance points, though, the, the Thunder won 12-7. to seven. And points in the paint was surprisingly even for two kind of smaller squads, 30 and 30 each. Lead changed nine times. It was tied seven times. Back and forth game, but again, Moses Moody and Kaminga are just better than a bunch of second rounders and undrafted guys. And you would hope that they would be, if you're the Warriors, be better than a bunch of second round players and undrafted guys. For the Thunder, they do have another game this weekend, taking on the Indiana Pacers tomorrow on ESPN2 as well. Uh, that will be another uh, evening game for the Thunder. They have not gotten stuck with that early afternoon slot yet, and I don't think that they will this, this summer league. They play the Pacers at 5 p.m. local time on ESPN2 at the Thomas & Mack Center. We'll talk about that game coming up, but first, I want to say right now, but good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to builtbar.com 
Use promo code LOCK15. Get 15% off of your next order. BuiltBar.com has coconut, cherry raspberry, cherry barcia, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream. It even has German chocolate. My favorite flavor, as you know, is cookies and cream. Love it to death. It's a protein bar, but it tastes just like a candy bar. And I love anything with cookies and cream. Ice cream, anything. Love it, love it, love it. Especially Built Bars. Now, if you do not want to take my word for it, that's okay. I totally understand. What you should do, though, is get the mixed box. The mixed box gives you two of every flavor. You get two of each flavor. You try all the flavors out. And then you can see which one is your favorite and then reorder that flavor. You order a whole box of that flavor that you love the most or flavors you love the most. I love cookies and cream. I love the coconut. I love the double chocolate. I'm a big fan of the German chocolate as well. Go check that out at Bilbo.com. Promo code LOCK15, 15% off of your next order. Bilt Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. These Built Bars are protein bars that taste like a candy bar. They're great for pre-workout or post-workout or even as a meal replacement or snack. They're that filling. They're that good. And go check out what Bilt Bar did for the BYU football team. With the new NIL bill that just passed everywhere, Built Bar put on scholarship all 35 BYU football players. Awesome, awesome, awesome work by Built Bar. Check them out, BuiltBar.com. Promo code LOCK15, 15% off of your next order. We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. Make sure you go check out the Locked On Bets Podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Betting on sports does not have to be a guessing game. Get your daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day by following the Locked On Bets Podcast, brought to you by BetOnline.ag, anywhere you get your podcast from. They're betting on baseball, preseason football, NBA Summer League, they're going to be betting, of course, on all the NFL and, and college football action as that gets ramped up in the regular season. So you will not want to miss Locked on Bets. Now, I do want to tell you that the Thunder play again today. Pacers, what you're looking for in this game. Without Trey Mann, likely without Josh Giddey, not a report, but just I don't see how he could play today, how he could not play today and could play tomorrow. But you're looking for Horde and... Brown Jr. and Josh Hall to make their final statement before training camp. It's going to be, I think that they're all going to be in training camp, but I think that it's going to be really telling how this game goes uh, because this is a live game atmosphere that you will have trouble recreating in, in training camp to kind of impress. And this is kind of a big moment that they all have to fight for their roster spot and try to kind of solidify themselves. None of those guys are solidified who have played NBA minutes uh, at the NBA level. You're also looking for Taylor Maldon to just keep dominating. Like, that's kind of the one shining thing to watch for. Like, you don't have Giddy, you don't have, man, at least watch your guy, Taylor Maldon, just dominate in Summer League. JRE, Aaron Wiggins, sure. We kind of know what they are, though, at this point. They've kind of done enough that it doesn't really matter what they do in this one. And I just like watching Oscar de la Silva. I like watching him. Again, I don't think he's going to turn into anything, but it's fun to watch him play basketball. Also, shout out to Isaiah Roby. He posted his uh, class ring from Nebraska, and he was in Lincoln today. I think that he just graduated college. So shout out to him, graduating college uh, with the University of Nebraska. So shout out to Isaiah Roby. Loaded week next week. We're going to recap this Pacers game, recap whatever game they play either on Monday or Tuesday for the last Summer League game. Also talk with Mavs Draft about the Summer League process. 
and who stood out, who didn't stand out around the NBA and around the Thunder. Have Summer League stock watch. We were buying and selling stock in each and every Summer League player. And kind of gets you set for what the rest of this offseason looks like for this show, five days a week, and for the Thunder and for the NBA as a whole. Another shortened offseason, so stay tuned and stay locked in to Locked on Thunder because the NBA season will be back before you know it. Stay right here. Locked on Thunder. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your coworkers, tell everyone you love about Locked on Thunder. And until next week, be good and be good to one another.